0: We can do anything.
1: We're here to restore justice to the wrestling federation that our father built with his own two hands. The hands that were
0: passed down to us. The hands that will deliver the Iron Claw to you. And part of the trailer for the new movie, The Iron Claw, the vehicle starring Zac Efron, Jeremy Allen White, Lily James, among others, chronicles the life and times of the professional wrestling family, the Von Erichs, who helped mold and shape the world of pro wrestling that we know today. The Iron Claw, one of several movies come out the past few days, capping what I think is quite the comeback for the the film industry as far as people going into theaters. Joining us now to talk about film, that one, and many more, both on the big and small screen, is ABC's Jason Nathanson. Jason, thank you so much for giving us some time this afternoon. Sure, good to be here. So we played a bit from The Iron Claw uh, leading into this segment. Have you seen that one yet?
1: I have seen it, and I have... I I think I might have seen that clip before I went to see it. Whatever. It, completely misleading. I thought I was going in to see some, like, wrestling romp with Zac Afron and Jeremy Allen White from The Bear. And they were going to be wrestling around and, you know, a lot of that you know, machismo and stuff like that. And that stuff is in there but this is a real heavy drama much more than I think the trailer and everything lets on it, it or it might have I, I don't remember seeing a whole lot about it and I try to go into movies knowing as little as possible because I just want to kind of take the experience and not be have any expectations uh, but the iron claw was so much heavier than I thought it was going to be. It's about the true story of these Von Erich brothers, whose dad was a professional wrestler wrestler and didn't quite get the heights that he wanted to. So he then put all that pressure onto his sons, and you kind of watch how that unfolds in the family. So just know going in, if you're going to see, it's very well done. Zac Efron is very, very, probably one of his best dramatic roles. Um, But going into it, it's going to be very, very heavy. So don't go expecting some kind of holiday romp and you're going to walk out and feel all great because you're not after this movie.
0: Well, it is still the holiday week. And are we expecting the same draw for the film industry as it may have used to be?
1: Well, no, it's been kind of a week, week um, at the box office so far. We had a little bit of a bright spot on Monday when The Color Purple was released. And that was the second highest Christmas Day Release of all time, not adjusted for inflation, but things have kind of dropped off since then. And you had, you know, the big movie, the big blockbuster movie of the Christmas corridor was supposed to be Aquaman. That has not done so well. Um, You've had uh, The Color Purple, which is doing okay. Um, You have a couple other movies in theaters. Wonka is doing okay. Um, not bad, but not great. I think Wonka is probably the biggest. If you're going looking for a crowd pleaser, if you're looking for a family friendly something, you know, this weekend, I think that's the movie to probably go see. Uh, but overall, box office is down from, you know, we can't compare it to last year. Uh, we're still coming out of the pandemic. We were above last year. So that's good, right? Progress last year was seven point something billion. This year we're at 8.6 ish billion. Uh, but really you got to compare it to apples to apples. You got to go to 2019 the year first year before the pandemic and we're really out of that at this point right so you can't that's not weighing things down um and that year i think it was 10.5 billion so we're well behind that we were in the 10 11 billion area before the pandemic and we're not quite back to that yet
0: abc's jason nathanson joining us here in wisconsin's afternoon news maybe i was just blinded jason by the summer kind of blockbuster season with Namely Barbie, but then you had all the hype about the Taylor Swift movie, and then Beyonce's movie is in theaters now. So maybe it wasn't as high as I thought it was, or or was it just something that kind of peaked and we went back to what we were, you know... Yeah no, life.
1: you're you're not you're not wrong for kind of uh, remembering that and and those were huge right and and Barbie still is the highest grossing movie of the year worldwide 1.4 billion dollars Oppenheimer's the third highest at over 950 million um which is great and Barbie became Warner Brothers highest grossing film of all time ever that was that was amazing uh but the, the then the other one between those two you have the super mario brothers movie which came out much earlier this year um and then you had guardians of the galaxy which did pretty well uh but not blockbuster not huge like the other marvel movies have done you had fast 10 at number 5 which did okay Hundred and forty-six million in the U.S. though, that's not a great. You're you're looking. That's a movie they're expecting over over three hundred million probably to make. Um, Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse, Little Mermaid, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning Part One, Elemental, and Ant-Man and the Wasp, rounding out the top ten. Uh, those films did varying degrees of success overall. Um, but we're still not quite where we need to be. Uh, and one of the reasons is, you know, you had the strike, which did push back some things. Some things weren't ready because of the strikes. And then also you had some studios pushing things into next year because they weren't sure if they were had their stars around to sell them, right? So Dune 2 was supposed to come out this year. That would have been a big box office draw. The first one certainly was. That's been pushed to March. So we don't have that as part of this year's totals. And you're also coming out of the pandemic when it comes to movies. Things are delayed. It takes a couple of years to make movies. So we're kind of seeing the tail end of those production delays. This year, there are 88 movies in theaters. 2019, there were 108 movies, so 20 more movies in theaters.
0: And Jason, I would, I'll let you go after this one, and I'm sure I'm far from the only person to ask you this, given your your title and your expertise here, but someone's asking you what they have to watch this long holiday weekend. TV, movie, New, old, what's your recommendation? You're not on top three, maybe.
1: Okay, so top three for the year, if you haven't seen those, um, I would say uh, Oppenheimer's my number one for the year, uh, but chances are you've already seen that. If you haven't gotten around to Oppenheimer, <laughs> I don't know what you are waiting for. Everybody was telling you that it was really good. Um, a Million Miles Away, streaming on Prime Video, is the story of a real-life story of NASA flight engineer Jose Hernandez, the first migrant farm worker to go into space. A real tearjerker, inspiring, crowd-pleaser of a movie. Loved that one. Also, Past Lives, which is getting a lot of Oscars attention right now, which is a story of love and life and loss and kind of uh, the decisions that you make. It's a really quiet, romantic, beautifully done movie. On TV, uh, in terms of shows, The Last of Us was my favorite show, new show of the year. A Small Light, which was a miniseries about the people who helped hide Anne Frank, was really, really good. And then a kind of recent series, The Diplomat, on Netflix, starring Kerry Russell. Absolutely love that show.
0: All right. I can agree with you there on The Last of Us. That was certainly a hit in the Spalding household. Jason Nathanson from ABC. Jason, thank you so much for giving us some time today. Enjoy the new year. And here's to hoping for some higher box office numbers come 2024.
1: Sure thing. Thanks. You too.